Hello. Welcome to What We Stream. I think we're What We Stream now. Okay, so some of you are watching this on or listening to this on Spotify, and um, it's under, as of right now, it's under our old name, What We Binge. But we recently um, started the process of moving all our behind the scenes, you know, you know, all our monetization, management, whatnot stuff to Spreaker from iHeartMedia. And during that process, we changed the name from what we binge to something that fits what we do a little bit more, which is just generally stream. So as of right now, we are what we stream. Um, sorry to um, anybody that listened to us and was like, you know, I'm a what we binge now. No, we're stream now. So <laughs> yeah, have any feelings on that, stream. Uh, yeah, I mean, also wanted to talk about maybe uh, our direction of maybe going back to, to basics a little bit. Yeah. And uh, we're going to try to stick to one subject per, per episode. Yeah. And uh, about stuff that we stream. So it'll usually be, I mean, things that we can stream. So it's not going to be the latest thing they can see in theaters unless it's also on a streaming platform. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so that's what we want to focus on and, uh, we'll endeavor to stay on topic as we'll, usual. We'll endeavor. We'll try <laughs> as usual. We will. I'm using big words to we will like endeavor lofty. to, yeah. <laughs> uh, we will endeavor to, to, to try and to endeavor and, you know, as, I have as, good uh, movies. Ha <laughs> ha. It's like, uh, you know, we, we, we'll give it a try. So uh, today's ah. topic, <laughs> today's Maybe. topic, uh, since due, respect uh, wood. <laughs> due to lack of uh, interest in organization, uh, we are talking about Doctor Strange, the trailer uh, that came out uh, uh, recently at the Super Bowl. The thing is like last week's episode, we recorded it before the Super Bowl. Yeah. So we that's why we didn't talk about any of the stuff that came out during the the you know uh, coveted ad slots of the Super Bowl as yeah. we you know uh, former or current ad people know is is very coveted in our field uh, to have an ad in that space right so mm-hmm. uh, but awesome trailers that came out but let's focus on Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness and yeah. all of the kind of Easter eggs and things and possible cameos and all that crazy stuff, uh, which is madness, but um, that, <laughs> that'll hopefully <laughs> be in the movie that's coming out sometime in May Yeah, uh, in theaters. So uh, yeah. How, how do you feel about the Dr. Strange uh, trailer? There's a lot going on, but like in the best way, um, out of anything in the whole trailer, my favorite part had nothing to do with cameos and nothing to do with, you know, Easter eggs or making you wonder. And like later on in this, we can just like philosophize what's going to happen in this movie. My favorite part in the whole trailer was front and center. They put from director Sam Raimi. Yeah. Because one, <laughs> this is the first time like people have talked about people like James Gunn and whatnot before. This is the first time I think in a trailer they put it like front and center, like, yeah, here's who's making this shit from director, this guy. And for those of yeah. you who don't know who know who Sam Raimi is, he's basically 
kind of the reason superhero movies are the way they are now. Like people talk about like Blade and X-Men and all of that being in the beginning, but I really believe that the very first Spider-Man movie was the first superhero movie that inspired filmmakers to really just go for it in that way and be mm-hmm. taken seriously. Like it started, it, it was it was like just adventurous and like not campy, but it was like a lot. It was it was it it, it was like it, it didn't it didn't shy away from being exciting. It was grounded, but it didn't like shy away from being unrealistic once in a while. And a lot of that just has to do with like Sam Raimi style, who also directed like the Evil Dead movies, um, Drag Me to Hell. And that's what this trailer reminded me most about is um, that exact Sam Raimi movie was Drag Me to Hell. Like this is probably going to be like Drag Me to Hell, the PG-13 version. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's had, he's, his roots are horror movies, right? So he's yeah. still, he started out making these incredibly like, successful or at least successful in you know the horror genre uh movies mm-hmm. like yeah evil dead or you have like army of darkness stuff like that Boom things stick. that have become like iconic right right and then uh spider-man came out like i saw a video recently where this guy um i'll try to find who he is but he kind of uh animated all the top grossing movies like all the top grossing uh, superhero movies in the last like 40 years or something. Yeah. And then you see like the top grossing movie, I think was even after, because like Superman with uh, uh, the original Superman movie, can't remember the actor's name. Very famous. I feel very bad about it. But, yeah. uh, and then- Oh, Christopher uh, Reeve. Yeah, Christopher Reeve came out. Like Christopher Reeve was leading the top grossing movies in superheroes mm-hmm. until spider-man came out so that's like almost 20 years or th- yeah. like you know and between then like blade came out batman the you know the the tim burton version came out yeah like a lot of those and the joel out. schumacher version. and the joel schumacher <laughs> version and then spider-man came up don't uh you know all this is from my uh, flawed recollection of that video but yeah spider-man really took over all of those movies and um there, there's just something about I mean, the character for for sure is like super compelling for more people, I think, than dark and dank Batman. Even though I'm I'm a Batman fanboy, yeah. Uh, but uh, the uh, the thing with Sam Raimi's movie is that, especially in, I think you see his horror roots. Like he puts some horror elements in his in his movies that even those movies that aren't horror, like Spider Man Two. Yeah. Like that surgery scene yes. at the beginning. Somebody that else. Is just I, I was hoping you were going to bring that right? up. That, that, was, that was the scene that made me like kind of start liking horror. Because like I always got a kick when I was a kid when like they would sneak in elements from other genres of movie, more adult kinds of movies into like a family film. And yeah. like majority of that scene was references to like Evil Dead, like how the camera was moving and all of that. Yeah, well, it's like each, uh, I think they they... You know, they because like you had like the octo, you know, dog ock tentacle things, you know, like the the arms, and they yeah. gave POVs to each arm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so you see like the the POV of like that that like tentacle thing that's like about to kill all these surgeons. Right. And also I rem- like the scene that is like you know burned into my my mind 
is when this uh, surgeon is getting pulled across the floor and she's scratching oh, the floor. Oh man, that, that scared me so much when I was a kid, but like in the uh, best way. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh damn, the like her nails apart. must hurt like hell. And uh, yeah. but then I think like it's actually wax. I heard uh, like yeah. they put like a wax or something, and blah, blah, that's you know. At the time, I was like, oh man, that's awesome. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> like two different reactions. I thought it was awesome. You're like, oh. And, uh, <laughs> No, I always had the weirdest reactions to horror movies when I was a kid because, like, <laughs> even to this day, it's really easy to scare me. Like, to jump out, go rah rah. But yeah. like, every time I reacted, the immediate thought after would be like, "How did they do that?" Yeah, like I can't just accept that I'm scared. I'm like, "How did they make me scared?" Like, like I don't, I, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> like Sam Raimi <laughs> is the only one that can give you like a five minute horror movie within like an action adventure Spider Man movie. And it's like, you just get that thrill and that just like, that, that, that satisfies you for like a while on while they're doing the more exposition stuff in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I think like that is, I, I, fr from the trailer, from the Doctor Strange trailer that I saw, I, I think that he's rebringing those elements to the next Doctor Strange movie. Right. And just like, I mean, there, there's a lot of multiverse craziness going around and, uh, I think the a lot of stuff that I didn't really expect from the movie, or maybe I hope that they didn't spoil too much in the trailer. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they you don't really get any a lot of dialogue, but you get a lot of images that you know you're gonna see probably in the climax or in the middle of the movie. Uh, but uh, you know, like Doctor Strange going full like multi-armed buddha zombie mode yeah i didn't know something. who that was at the end because yeah. um apparently because i watched the trailer online and apparently mm -hmm. the super bowl version and the online version are slightly different like the super bowl version yeah. had like a close-up of zombie doctor strange yeah and on the online version space, you yeah. kind of had to guess what that thing was <laughs> well actually like when I saw, because I, I saw the the uh, Super Bowl version, and that was the version where even when they show his face, I couldn't really tell who it was. And then when I saw it again on YouTube, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that, that's Doctor Strange. Yeah. But um, I mean, I thought it was Doctor Strange, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. And uh, But I mean, you hear voices, certain voices of a certain uh, professor. Yeah. So like, uh, yeah, the whole, the whole trailer, like they make references, you know, it's, they don't make clear references to any like past Marvel things. It's mostly like references to like something that probably came from what if, which, you know, I mean, it's cool that they're bringing in the animated stuff and whatnot, but it's not like, I'm not excited to see Captain Carter. I'm not excited to see like evil Dr. Strange. Cause you know, it's like so new in my system. Yeah. And that's why it makes it that much more exciting where the one little bit of nostalgia that they give you the one little like bit of like, you know, maybe they're going to start bringing in stuff from, you know, our childhoods was mm. when there was a voice from the yeah. maybe or maybe not Illuminati yeah. saying like, <laughs> we should tell him the truth. And I didn't catch on to what that voice was at first, but I'm guessing yeah. you might have figured it out right away yeah well well it's sort of like <laughs> i was surprised I, I had to do it like a double take because I, I i was so surprised to hear sir patrick uh stewart's voice mm -hmm. as uh you know professor xavier yeah uh from the original you know x-men movies 
And uh, yeah, but then it, it kind of makes sense, right? I mean, if you've seen Spider-Man, uh, you know, No Way Home and how they brought back all the old Sam Raimi Spider-Man villains, yeah. plus the uh, the ultimate Spider-Man, uh, no, the- The, the, uh, the Mark Webb, Amazing, amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, the Mark yeah. Webb, yeah, Amazing Spider-Man uh, movies uh, as well. Uh, except for Hobgoblin, which I was very happy uh, to, you know, <laughs> that they omitted that. But uh, then I wasn't surprised to see or to hear his voice mm -hmm. in the Doctor Strange trailer because of all that stuff that happened in Spider-Man. But it's still like, wow, they're going to introduce the Illuminati, which is kind of like a board meet, a boardroom meeting of the five or six most powerful of the or people that run all the 5G towers. Heroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the I mean, people that run you know, our government. Illuminati, yeah, because it's supposedly. Uh, I mean, like but then, like, open. you can see, you know, they they've they've messed with us so much. Like, I, I you know, we we're talking about WandaVision before we started recording, and you know how they introduced. Um, I can't remember the actor's name anymore, but the guy who played uh, Quicksilver in the uh, X Men, you know, Days of Future Past mm -hmm. uh, movie, and he was just like Mark Boner or something or some random <laughs> guy. Yeah, but. You know how there are many, I've seen a lot of fan art online about people, you know, talking about, oh, maybe they're going to bring like Tom Cruise's Iron Man because like he was in the running, right? When they were right. choosing who was going to be There was a the freeze frame Iron Man. that like, yeah. I guess there was something that looked like the human torch coming up, but somebody on Instagram zoomed into the face mm -hmm. and it looked like it was Superior Iron Man, which is one of the later iterations. Right. And somebody was guessing that, that that might be Tom Cruise. That might be Tom Cruise. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some like, because there's a moment where there's a fight between Scarlet Witch and a, you know, character who exudes, uh, who, like, who's like, has yellow energy, kind of like uh, Captain Marvel. Right. But, you know, I saw a few different freeze frames. Like one person online was saying that, oh, maybe it's Kang, but like in his power suit. Yeah. you know like from um uh, the loki tv show or i at first i thought maybe it was nova because like you know there's a guy who survived uh thanos's attack or you know on uh that planet that the gardens of the galaxy protected and the first gardens of the galaxy movie. oh yeah, yeah yeah um you know with the nova core and everything so apparently they had i think they announced like maybe a year or two years ago that they were going to make a nova tv show i think or like mm -hmm. a Nova Disney Plus show. Right. So I wouldn't be surprised if they introduced Nova uh, in the Doctor Strange movie. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of like, because the energy looks kind of the same as Brie Larson, you know, in Captain Marvel. Right. But yeah, I don't know. It could be all three. It could be Kang in a power suit version or something, or mm -hmm. Nova, who has kind of similar visual cues in terms of his powers. Yeah. as because uh, like he's like a you know bulked up kind of energy fueled yeah. dude but uh it's uh uh i mean and then they they also introduced this uh that that i knew about but maybe not many people have heard about it unless you're a nerd uh you know um, uh, i think her name is um america chavez I think, oh yeah like, and she yeah. can travel through universes and stuff yeah. so she's going to be the inside she's going to cause the inciting incident in the movie like she'll yeah. be like Doctor Strange, like you know the multiverse is crazy, and I'm going through things and whatever. Oh, so okay. it's gonna be something like that. 
And uh, while she features heavily in the trailer, even though she doesn't have any lines in the trailer that we can see, but I think it's mostly because like the studio doesn't want to spoil anything. Yeah, it's like it's how like, like yeah. Monica Rambeau, they basically, they basically like rarely showed her in the WandaVision trailers. Mm-hmm. And then you yeah. find out she's like the biggest part of the story, basically like the, almost the thing that ties it together. So I think, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. I think I really feel like, like Marvel tends to do that a lot. It's like the person that's least in the trailer or that mm-hmm. features heavily, but doesn't, like contribute to the story it's like in every story you almost need that like luke skywalker kind of figure that like yeah the outsider that accidentally like messes things up or is the inciting event so it would make make a lot of sense for her to be like that role because yeah. everybody else in that trailer like is already kind of like a big deal with a big name kind of thing <laughs> yeah yeah well, it's sort of like um you know i'm seeing parallels between this and like infinity war mm-hmm because again, Infinity War, you know, a lot of stuff is happening in space, and then the Hulk crashes into Doctor Strange's house, and it's like, hey, Thanos. Uh, yeah. But uh, it's, it feels like it's going to be a bit like that. Like the the way they shot the trailer, or the way they edited the trailer, uh, it's kind of like, you know, how has the universe or reality coped with the uh, shenanigans that uh, Doctor Strange pulled in the Spider-Man movie? where like all of these like characters from the multiverse were trying to enter his reality yeah and uh it's so it seems like he's the cause of it Mm -hmm. or that's what the trailer wants you to think i i'm not sure if that's actually going to be the case but i feel like if they're harping on it so much in the trailer is probably the case but uh maybe something happens because i thought they fixed the problem right (laughs) and at the end of spider-man no way home uh but maybe yeah the the problem wasn't fixed or there are leaks between the dimensions and the universes and everything yeah but um yeah like did you catch like the different hairstyles that dr strange has in the trailer oh yeah there's like a ponytail yeah i mean there's probably going to be variants and it's like um i think the loki uh tv show kind of opened up the idea of like variants in a Mm -hmm. way that's like you know, they can start bringing in, you know, the Professor X. They can start bringing in Professor X, Patrick Stewart as Professor yeah. X into Doctor Strange. But that doesn't necessarily mean that, mean that yeah, that's the, the version that we know. Yeah, or like yeah. they can start bringing in people, but it's like they don't have to go through hoops to explain how they ended up in like this universe and they're integrated and stuff. Like this yeah. Doctor, th- this Professor X, may be a variant but like another character might come in and might be like the exact version from like the old movies you know what i mean but like yeah yeah the one the one rumor i kept seeing online because uh, there was a poster of this movie that came out and all the shards of glass had like a different clue or a different character for what's going to be in this movie and somebody yeah. suspected that deadpool would be in this but if i'm going to be completely honest i don't want him in this movie just because i don't want him to come in until yeah, disney <laughs> Until Disney is confident on on how to do it right. And to this day, I don't know why Disney bought the entire 20th century Fox and not just like portions of it. It's like until they're ready to do Deadpool right, I don't want them to touch it at all. Like spin it off into another studio, give it to like some other studio, something. But like don't integrate it, don't touch it until like you're willing to give, you know, because because that was like outside of the X-Men, that became the biggest like fox mm. marvel property and yeah. the one thing I've, I've noticed especially from no way home is that marvel's not going to do anything unless 
it can play into the story well, even when it goes crazy, like the craziness has to like play into the story or there has to be something in the story that allows for like a few minutes of just off the wall cameos and stuff, but they're not just going to do it just to do it. And it's because when I, and I have that thought because when I watched No Way Home, uh, I thought in my head it was obvious already. Like if Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire came back, I thought that that would be too obvious just because it's been rumored so much. And I thought there were going to be like other villains because like, you know, pretty much all of them were in the trailers already. Mm-hmm. But when I watched No Way Home, I realized, okay, that's, that is what we're going to get. We're going to get all three Spider-Men and we're going to get the villains. It's like there wasn't any more than what was already shown us or what was already rumored, like Charlie Cox yeah. coming back as Daredevil. But every yeah, single part of that it's like I still walked out of the theater satisfied and not wanting any more than what they gave because everything they put into the movie played into it like perfectly without making it feel too overstuffed or too underutilized. And that's when I'm like, you know, I can speculate all I want about this Doctor Strange thing, but I have a feeling at the end, whatever shows up, I'll be satisfied because Mm -hmm. they, they don't, they're, they're very careful not to do anything that's gonna like feel too out of place and I think right now if they brought in Deadpool that would be like way too out of place yeah I mean like tonally it would be very weird to have Doctor yeah. Strange and Deadpool or like have Deadpool in this kind of serious you know horror setting yeah like uh but it's sort of like, yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't want to see Deadpool and Doctor Strange 2. Um, I mean, like, you know, I say that, but it's it's kind of like if they did it and they did it in a good way, I would be happy with that. But right. I don't think there's a good way to do, you know, Deadpool in the Doctor Strange 2 movie. Yeah. But uh, it's kind of like, uh, you know, uh, this week or last week, uh, there was some news that Kevin Feige the uh, you know head of marvel studios etc cetera, etc cetera. uh he said that there would never be another avengers movie like endgame was like the last avengers movie right and i feel like every move like when you saw spider-man no way home it felt like an avengers type thing because there's so many characters there's so much at stake there's yeah. so much stuff and i feel like every marvel movie now is going to be a uh, and I mean, even like when you look at Shang-Chi as well, or Shang-Chi, uh, it, it was also like a world, you know, defying like, you know, destruction event, yeah. right? So it's like, uh, and probably I like all save, the movies are yeah. going to be like that, right? And they're probably going to save the simpler stuff for like Disney Plus, like like Moon yeah. Knight. As much as yeah, I want to see Moon Knight, at the end of the day, it does feel like it's going to be a lot more character based mm-hmm. than like, let's save the world, you know? Yeah. So I think like every movie is going to be like, let's save the world or the universe or reality or whatever. Yeah. And uh, all the TV shows are going to be a bit more grounded to like, let's save my city or the people or my family or, you know, Kate Bishop or. Yeah. You know, Loki was <laughs> like, Loki was like the one outlier where they just like went movie style crazy for mm-hmm. a series. Like that was the one series that like set up the whole multiverse yeah. like even no, wandavision as much as i loved yeah. it the stakes really were anybody that was like within five miles of the dome and yeah, inside of like, it and that's it 
Yeah, it's like 200 people in a town in New Jersey. Yeah, you know, that, and that's that was the like, those were yeah. the stakes. But then it was more of a character mystery, I guess, or like it, it was more character based, even though, you know, uh, and not so much of a, yeah, let's save uh, the world. It was sort of like, let's save this town from Wanda, who happens to be the main character, yeah. uh, <laughs> who, who is being somewhat manipulated into like giving her powers to this other witch yeah uh, but you know yeah the tv shows are going to be i don't want to say small time but it's you know more focused right. and on the character dealing with stuff or saving a few people or saving you know i mean like okay uh falcon and winter soldier they did you know save a part of the world i guess mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> from, yeah. from some uh, thanos pro thanos terrorists yeah uh but it wasn't like oh you know the earth is going to explode like no uh <laughs> <laughs> or the earth is going to be invaded by aliens or something like yeah. it, those were the stakes it was more like hey how do like the humans actually cope with the blip yeah um uh, but uh I i'm really looking forward to dr strange uh i keep calling it dr strange too but it's like dr strange in the multiverse of madness uh but it's just like uh i like the idea of like all the different characters that are going to be there like all the variants like the yeah. doctor strange variants uh and just like the evil doctor strange i think is the one that most people have seen because it was in a trailer a few weeks ago right uh you know where he might be i think strange supreme he's called because he's i'm not sure if it's the version that appeared in the animated like what if series yeah but it might be or there might be a variant of that. I don't know. Uh, but it's kind of like, it's a multiverse. Anything happens. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it, I just like the idea of like the main villain of the story being an evil Doctor Strange. Right. And I wonder if maybe this is all kind of a misdirection and like the villain might be totally different or, to, you know, totally something else, maybe some entity or something or, right. you know, like... Uh, Scarlet Witch takes her power from some, you know, she has like chaos magic, right? But chaos magic comes from this, uh, you know, um, otherworldly being that right. is the source of chaos magic. So, but could that be the villain? You know, is it Mephisto? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a year later, we're, so, we're still talking about Mephisto. If it is, everyone's going to be like, finally. <laughs> finally. We thought he was the villain in <laughs> WandaVision, but uh, ah, he showed up in Multiverse of Madness. But <laughs> or could it be Dormammu? I don't know, because there are Again. some shots in the trailer where it seems like Doctor Strange is wielding either chaos magic or dark magic from the dark dimension you know from uh dormammu yeah uh yeah. i think but like I think it's gonna be yeah it's gonna do everything yeah. i think there's just been so much that primed audiences for you know crossovers and multiverses like it's getting to a point where if you don't do that your movie or your tv show is gonna feel like empty like yeah. there's um this there was like no way home there's even the like the chippendale rescue rangers trailer that came out where mm -hmm. it's like all the Disney characters and other characters coming together in one thing with like how many different animation styles in the same trailer. I'm kind of like, 
it, it, it was a little it reminded me a little bit of roger rabbit but also like spider-man into the multiverse into the mm-hmm. spider-verse and yeah. then oh by the way the, the sequel to that movie they say that every universe is going to have its like own animation style so it's like that's awesome we're, we're getting like primed and like used to like if we're going to see something on the big screen we want this kind of reaction or if we're going to like mm-hmm. this kind of thing or if we want to like devote our time to it like even our tv shows like rick and morty it has to be yeah you know it has to be a little crazy and like unsuspecting and like audiences are ready for it it's like nowadays i feel like audiences go into movies you know expecting to have their like expectations subverted a little bit you know they're not as precious about what's going to make the movie feel grounded that what's realistic they're not as picky as like man that wouldn't happen in real life or any of that it's very it's very much like you know for two hours what can you do to like suck me out of like my whole home life right now and because we're so like franchise like hitting the head with franchise on a daily franchises on a daily basis whether it be video games or like the metaverse or like even stuff outside it's like at this point it's like why not bring it all together like our brains like are designed to compute this at this point so you know go for it and like yeah i'm seeing a lot of cameos like rumors online for the uh dr strange and i'm seeing like like ghost rider might be in it magneto might be in it but I'm hoping they do something a little bit bigger, more unexpected, just like what if a variant comes in and that variant has like a suit we've never seen before? Like it doesn't have to be like necessarily a cameo, but it just has to be like a version of something that we didn't expect, you know? Yeah, well, I think like there could be cool ways to just have a cameo kind of like you know, talking about Deadpool again, but like, you know, the way you had cameos for certain actors in Deadpool too, like, you know, the invisible man is like Brad Pitt and you only see it when he dies. Uh, (laughs) You you can only see the invisible man when he gets electrocuted. Uh, And it it was Brad Pitt all along, but that was like a fun kind of joke, but it would be fun to kind of like, I don't know, like there might be a scene where, you know, the, the, um, the Illuminati are like, Oh, you know, we are, protectors of the multiverse or something and then which they aren't i think in the comics they're just protectors of earth but uh for some reason like they're the protectors of it seems like they're the protectors of the multiverse in in the in the trailer um you know they might be oh we look at all and then you just see glimpses of like you know tom cruise as iron man or uh i don't know like who else could could have been scarlet witch i have no idea but but no but apparently no Scarlet Witch is a Nexus character I'm I'm sorry like dude the nerd in me just escaped my body but uh, it's yeah no actually Scarlet Witch is supposed to be the same in each universe I think so that's why she's always um, Elizabeth uh, Olsen but uh, I'm really bad with names I'm sorry yeah (laughs) I think I uh, I really love all this stuff I'm I'm good with like movie names yeah but very bad with people names I'm like the other way around for some reason i don't know i memorize like every actor's name from every it's movie like, i know i know i know that person's face but like i don't remember yeah. their name like that is like my usual that is my daily struggle but uh <laughs> but uh I, i'm just like really looking forward to this uh also like um ah rachel mcadams is is back as uh 
Doctor something. I can't remember her character's name. Uh, but, uh, you know, she's like yeah. Doctor Strange's love interest who, like, for those of you who saw the What If series, is the reason why uh, a version of Doctor Strange becomes, like, crazy and evil and yeah, because he wants to bring her back to life because uh, she well, dies. And well, I hope with like Rachel McAdams, what happens is something like how Natalie Portman is going to be like the next Thor in the next movie. Yeah. I hope some she, version yeah. of that happens with Rachel McAdams, just because like I really do think she's like kind of an underrated actress, and it was kind of weird mm-hmm. seeing her as like a side character that's yeah. kind of like, but I think quickly um, replaceable. I'm like, she can do something else that's not that. So I'm like. <laughs> I think in the comics, your character is supposed to become an apprentice of some yeah. sort, mm-hmm. you know, online, you know, listeners, if you know, you know, the truth, I, I can't remember, but I think she's supposed to be, uh, or she's supposed to become a sorcerer of sorts uh, yeah. at some point, which I I think was probably part of the pitch that they gave her because like, why would you want to be the side character, even though when they tell you, hey, you're going to be in a Marvel movie with benedict cumberbatch and he's a sorcerer like yeah sure sign me up uh, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> you know i think benedict cumberbatch is one of those is one of those actors nowadays that people are like yeah definitely want to be in a movie with him yeah uh, exactly <laughs> like he's, he's like one of the few uh, elevated names that's also like a blockbuster star right yeah. now he's so. like he's like meryl streep but the British version. I don't know. And a man. Yeah. <laughs> or Judy Dench. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Judy Dench is a Meryl Streep. Yeah. <laughs> and he's also of the UK. Uh, what's but, the movie uh, he's nominated for? Oh, yeah. Oh, Power of the Power of the Dog. Of the dog. Uh, yeah. It was sort why like it was because I was playing a, a a video game that has to do with cowboys, but I felt like after I played Red Dead Redemption 2, a lot of these cowboy movies came out of nowhere. Uh, <laughs> i don't know why oh dude have you watched uh, uh, 1883 yet it's actually a pretty good show. Uh, i watched the first episode yeah uh which i i i, I liked I, I really liked it it's sort of like uh but it kind of is set me up to further like it set me up in a way that was like oh there's going to be heartbreak later on because you kind of there's like the beginning of the the tv show is like a jump into yeah. the future or you see mm-hmm. what's going to happen Right, and then right after the credits roll, you meet all these cool, you know, fun, you know, lovable characters who some not so lovable, but you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you meet you meet these people who are like, oh shit, that's what's gonna happen to them later. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I mean, there's a few no. people like I wouldn't mind seeing that. Like, um, I don't know if the the auntie uh, got the ant got redeemed not or not yet the one that's like complaining the entire time oh the ant is such a snob she's like oh you know why does he he go and rattle cat rattle he rustles uh, the cattle yeah. and everything well, she, that, she that like shook me up in the first episode though where like she goes up to like her niece and is like oh okay and just like slaps her in the face i was like whoa how dare you talk to your mother like that? And it was like, how dare you talk to you your up. mommy like that? And uh, you know, it wasn't even it, subtle. It was like, oh, yeah, oh, no, I see. No, it was just like, pa, you know, and, and okay. they're like, oh, <laughs> like that is some eighteen hundreds, uh, eighteen hundred smack disciplining, you know. That is some nineteenth century force. That's some nineteenth century discipline right there. Because <laughs> I think they're all from the city, right? And right. Uh, the the dad has gone off and tried to build a life for 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 themselves. Um, yeah. 
um, somewhere out west or wherever it is, like Yellowstone, Something. which is it's supposed to be in Yellowstone later on, right? Yeah. Because this. I mean, is they're like on the way, but I think um, I don't know if did they reach it yet in in the show. I, no I think they're like halfway through, yeah. and they're yeah, already I like. Know. Is like kept up with thieves it. and stuff anyway back to like dr strange <laughs> yeah, and back to dr strange stuff. yeah but yeah the thing is okay so uh i think the same day that dr strange came out like the trailer came out they were also talking a lot about uh blah, 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 the other trailer uh moon knight like i wonder i don't think moon knight is going to be in dr strange the movie even mm-hmm. though he's supposed to be possessed by some spirit yeah or something but it would be fun to kind of like have it tie in because Moon Knight is going to come out uh, in March, right? So it's, right. that's before Doctor Strange uh, in, the, in the Multiverse of Madness. But I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Oscar Isaacs in, in that movie, mm-hmm. depending on whether, you know, I enjoy uh, <laughs> Moon Knight or not. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, I, it's like Moon Knight, ha- what, what's not to love? He's like Batman, but he doesn't know if he's who he is because he has yeah. multiple multiple personalities. And you yeah. don't even know. I mean, okay, this is a Marvel TV show. So you know that he actually has powers, but he doesn't know. Like in the comics, you don't know if all of this is actually happening to him or if he's just like in some major yeah. you know, psychotic moment. Yeah. But, it, you know, just that idea or that concept uh, is like has me really you know pumped for for the tv show and i like oscar isaacs as a as an actor well, what's funny is that like all of a sudden i'm seeing people online and like even hearing people in real life saying like oh yeah i used to read the moon knight comics oh yeah do you see this and that and i'm like wait who knew who moon knight was like <laughs> like i know you read the I comics did. and stuff <laughs> yeah you did i actually think it's like, like he okay you know the the um ios video game like you know marvel superheroes like it's like an arcade game kind of like tekken uh, or or whatever but it's like not not hero quest or puzzles yeah but it's like marvel something yeah my my first character that i got was moon knight i kept moon knight until like i reached i i can't remember i haven't played it in years but at the time i was like i'm a moon knight fanboy man yeah play that (laughs) all the time (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he has a staff i mean in, in the video game i'm not sure he's gonna have a he has like yeah. uh moon moon ranks i don't know i don't want to call yeah. them bad ranks but i, I, think, that, I think that's the same with me like like Crescent my, ranks. a lot of times like my excitement for like a new marvel movie or something depends on like like my, my experience with them in a video game like venom i was excited about just because like like venom was probably like the easiest character for me to use but like I always lost when I was Captain America. So when the movie came out, I'm like, I guess that's yeah. cool. I'm like, <laughs> like mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. The thing is, it's sort of like, uh, I think what's cool about the DC characters and the Marvel characters is that you already have an idea of who they are when you play, play them in video games. But right. like, you know, so you know that there's so whenever they make movies about those characters it's not like oh it's a video game movie but you know because the tendency is that every video game movie sucks mm-hmm. uh <laughs> <Yeah>. in general <laughs> uh we'll see what happens with the halo tv show by the way yeah uh but um uh, which apparently he's going to show his face which is a thing that they never did in the movies except i mean in the games uh, except for i think the last this the 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 second to last halo game if you played it in legendary you can see his face at the end of the game or just his eyes yeah 
Mm, yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, I don't know because it, it, but then I feel like if they hadn't done Mandalorian where he like, you know, Pedro Pascal wears a helmet all the time, although it's not always Pedro Pascal, like whenever the stunts happen in someone is the stunt guy. Mm-hmm. I, I, um, I should look up his name one of these days, but uh, there's a stunt guy who does like the fights and there's a stunt guy who does the guns. So like who does all the shooting, right? So right. because he, he knows how to hold a gun better, apparently. And yeah. the other guy knows how to fight people more. And then Pedro Pascal is just there to do the, you know, I'm the Mandalorian. Yeah. But uh, they're going to do, um, uh, you know, and I think before then, the big debate about making a Halo TV show was, oh, well, we can't see his face. So like people can't connect and whatever. Well, I, th- I think right now, like, oh, sorry, we're going to finish. Yeah, sorry. No. So so I think like you know, you can't connect. Like have you heard radio drama? Like I can't see people's faces, but I can hear their voices, right? Yeah. You know, it's I connect to them. And then just like slight nods are cool because like, you know, restraint in a badass is kind of like you know, iconic. Mm-hmm. And and um, you know. But then I have some problems with the trailers that I've seen for the Halo thing, but it's not a topic for this episode but maybe when the halo tv show comes out we'll talk about it yeah i mean i'll have a lot to say with that because like i kind of know the history of um the halo movies and tv shows trying to become a thing like district nine all the props in those movies were originally for the halo movie and um they just didn't get around Mm -hmm. to making the halo movie and it originally needed um uh peter had peter jackson involved but with um what was i gonna say Oh, yeah. Um, I think what's going to happen with Halo is that it's good that it's kind of, at this point, decades removed from its heyday. So it's like you're, you're, you're comparing it to nostalgia now more than you're comparing it to the property itself. Because to me, the problem with video game movies is that you can't get more immersive than a video game. You can't get a feeling better than being the character in the video game. So having an action movie, it just feels like a step lower. It's like when they used to like make animated series out of like, like the Men in Black series out of like the live action movie. Like you could only really backtrack and do that so much. And without like, and without like losing, I guess the integrity of the property. And when I saw the Halo trailer, you know, it had a lot of the elements from the that I remembered from the video game, but it also felt a little bit simpler too. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, it had bits, big set pieces and stuff, but it felt like it might be a little like the Mandalorian, where, where you'll have like character moments in the middle of the desert or something. So, yeah. I, I, I that that's where I have hope in this property is that it's you're comparing it to the nostalgia and your decades removed, so you can remember it from like when you used to love it i guess yeah and yeah. with dr strange just to bring it back along the along the way um hopefully they're not just going to try to satisfy like lifelong marvel movie lovers but you know even people like you know like you know our grandparents or something or even people like like it's easy to forget sometimes that marvel is like a nearly century old company with that yeah, much almost. to work from so I'm hoping that in a weird way, this will also be kind of like a generation gap bridge kind of film. <laughs> I, 
Yeah, it was like Doctor Strange. Uh, I think the first comic came out in the 60s mm-hmm. and it had a lot of uh, imagery that is uh, connected to, uh, you know, psychedelics. Yeah. Uh, you know, like the the multi, the the different universes and the kaleidoscopes and everything. And, and uh, uh, I, I think it's really cool that, you know, I was really happy when they came up with uh, the Doctor Strange movie, the first one. Uh, because every other superhero felt very grounded, which is good, but there was nothing that was really like otherworldly. Mm-hmm. And because uh, you can kind of, in a way that like isn't always directly, con- like even Thor, they were like, oh, well, what you call magic, I call science. So it's always very connected to like science and trying to tie it to something that's very tangible. Right. And uh, Doctor Strange is kind of like this. I guess silent rebellion against the the original Marvel stuff, which was very much, uh, you know, was trying to be grounded. Even though Marvel, I don't think you can call it grounded. Like the yeah, the, no, the no. Stanley and Jack Kirby made it very to, clear yeah. that 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 was what they were aiming for with Marvel was that DC is gods and DC had a lot of ideals, and Marvel was about like let's take a guy, give him like one or two powers, but make him believe like that this is somebody in the real world and all these stories are going to take place in like real places yeah yeah that's why they never made up uh, i mean they, they did make up some city names i think but you know yeah. but it was those like spider-man's in new york like everyone knows new york like they didn't make you know metropolis and gotham city right you know? because like a lot of people that that used to work on the comics like you know i can't remember which documentary i saw where they mentioned this but it was like you know metropolis is new york during the day and gotham is new york during the night (laughs) that's a good one (laughs) and that and and that's always stuck in in my head for some reason but it's 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 a good way of kind of imagining the differences between those two yeah uh but uh yeah i mean maybe maybe uh you know the batman's going to come out soon so we'll probably i I don't know it's what we stream but you know we'll see (laughs) yeah i mean any theater movie if you believe in your heart enough uh you can stream it (laughs) either that or you go to movies watch.tv but yeah (laughs) anyway (laughs) anyway uh, where can they find us raf uh well I guess like if we're if we're still using our uh, you know Instagram and Facebook, it'll be on Instagram and Facebook at what we uh, stream. We'll change that. Uh, we, we need to change it. So <laughs> you know we'll change it. It'll be what we stream on Facebook and Instagram, and uh, we're on all the major podcasting platforms such as uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Audible, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify. Uh, I should have bought Spotify earlier on the list, I guess. I don't know. It's like one of the biggest platforms. Um, and uh, yeah, a lot of other places. And uh, yeah, we're, we're... Thanks for listening.